Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Bella Perez Rubio, Puma Podcast, and you're listening to Teca Teca News. In today's episode... Ang recollection ko as a kid, madilim... And then I had this, ano, up to now, when steel gates open, meron akong chilling, may chilling effect ang mga steel gates. Pagka may binubukas. So I asked my father kung ano yun. Sabi niya, nandun ka nung panahon na kinuha ako. Today, September 21, 2022, marks the 50th anniversary of the Declaration of Martial Law. In this episode, we listen to the story of one of the dictatorship's youngest victims, who was imprisoned along with her family when she was just three years old. Ako si Star Torres. I'm a journalist for 20 years, more than 20 years. I'm now a communication consultant sa USAID Project. I'm the daughter, second among the three children of Eric Torres. Teacher yung mga magulang ko, and uh, panahon ng martial law, active sila. When Star was three, police came for her father, an activist at their Caloocan home. Both she and her brother were too young to realize what was going on. The country was under martial law, and her father was being arrested for alleged sedition and rebellion. Dalawa pa lang kami magkapatid nun. Kuya ko, a year older than, pinagtawanan lang namin yung tatay ko. Sabi ko, bakit kami porcelas? Ba't kami wala? Mga ganun. And then, kinuha nila, and then sabi ng nanay ko, sasama kami. So sumama kami ng buong pamilya. Apparently, dinala kami sa Camp Olivas in Pampanga. All four of them were imprisoned for about two weeks, Star says, and their other relatives had no idea where they were. Eventually, Star's grandfather found them in Pampanga after checking prison after prison. Umapila sila na pakawalan nyo naman yung mga bata dahil hindi naman sila involved. Star and her brother were freed. Soon after, her mother was allowed to leave for humanitarian reasons. But her father, along with other detainees, was desperate to see his family. There was a hunger strike down ng detainees na parang dapat pwede nang kasama yung mga anak. So, binalik ako doon. Salitan sila. Minsan nasa kalookan ako, tsaka yung kuya ko. Minsan naman nandun sa Camp Olivas. For the next three years, Star would spend her life this way, alternating one week in Caloocan with her grandparents and then the next week with her parents, detained in Pampanga. Her memories of the time spent in detention are still there. 
she can vividly recall the darkness of the place, the anxiety and the fear. I remember no may mga times na hindi kami kasama ng magulang ko matulog. Wala yung tatay ko sa tabi ko. And then, kinakabahan ako nung time na yun. Hindi ko alam kung bakit. Bakit wala yung tatay ko pagkagabi. There were torture rounds. May kinukuhang mga detainees to torture rin magdamag. And syempre, umiiyak kami ng mga kapatid ko. Kasi that time, alam mo yun, matutulog ka, wala yung magulang mo. Tapos, Naalala ng kuya ko, kinukwento niya, dinila kami sa cell din, kami magkapatid. Tapos nasa kabila lang yung parents ko. With just a wall separating these rooms, Star and her brother would often hear their parents scream. They were too young to realize who the voices belonged to, but it scared them all the same. Other times, Star and her brother's screams were used to torment their parents. One night nga, yung brother ko tsaka ako, instead of uh, letting us sleep dun sa common area, dinala kami sa isang room. Kami dalawa lang. Walang ilaw. Yung ano ng bata, is matakot dahil may dilim. Tapos walang, walang lahat. Siyang wala lang. It's a blank area. Space. And then, the, on the other side, nandun yung parents ko na tinotorture, apparently, sabi ng tatay ko. Tapos, pinaririnig yung mga iyak namin sa kabila, sa kanila. Akala ng pa- father ko noon, sinasaktan kami. Yun yung torture sa kanilang dalawang mag-asawa. But other than that, wala na siyang ikinuwento. When Star's father was freed after three years in detention in 1979, she had hoped it would mark the beginning of a new normal life. So, nung araw na nirelease yung tatay ko, Natatandaan ko yung araw na yon kasi masaya yung mga detainees. Tapos ang daming kumakanta. Basta masaya-masaya sila. Tapos nag, naka, nagyayakapan silang mga preso. Yung araw na yan, pumunta kami dun sa, sa beat. May ano pa, wala pang dolo, may pinaligo niya kami dun sa Manila Bay. Masayang-masaya yung araw na yon kasi first time na alam mo yun, naramdaman mo na normal yung pamilya <laughs> Kasi para sa akin, yun yung normal. Kasama mo yung pamilya mo, nakakalabas kayo. Malaya kayong nagagawa ang bagay na ginagawa ng normal na pamilya. But the joys of sightseeing on her father's shoulders were short-lived. The rest of Star's childhood was incredibly abnormal, shrouded in secrecy and fear. It was a tough childhood. Hindi mo, ano, you wish for anyone a life like that. Not to any kid. It was the toughest period in the Philippines. And you were just a kid. Hindi maipaliwanag ng, in the proper context ng parents mo. What's happening? But you were always told to be silent about your father. And that to me until now. Tumatak yun. Bakit kailangan tumahimik about your father? Star's other relatives were rich, she says, and she had hoped that her parents would take normal jobs so they could live a life of comfort. Instead, for some reason, her father couldn't even sign her permission slips for school. So yun yung nakikita ko sa kanila, kahirapan. Tumatak sa akin yun kasi parang 
ang hirap naman ng buhay. Parang kinulong ka na nga. Tapos parang paglabas namin, hirap na hirap din sila. Nung lumabas siya, hindi siya makapagpakilala na siya yung tatay ko, ganito siya. Wala siyang parang identity. Ito sabi ko, kailangan ko sa school ng form, mag-fill up ako ng form, anong trabaho mo? Sabi ko, ganyan. Anong ilalagay ko? Eh, hindi pa siya teacher noon, sabi ko. Tapos sabi niya, lagay mo na lang writer. Tapos, writer, sige. The truth was, Star's parents were still activists, and the years spent in detention weren't enough to deter them. Nung panahon na si Ninoy ay babalik, bumalik na naman si Razarali. Sinama naman kami. I was hoping na may normalcy, parang yung mga kalaro ko noon sa Kalaokan during weekends. They spend their time with their families, going out, nanonood ng sine. Kami, bakit kami nag-rally? <laughs> Alam mo yun, hindi, ano, hindi, para sa akin hindi yun normal. So hindi kami, namu- hindi kami namumuhay ng normal. Even after Marcos was ousted by a bloodless revolution in 1986, Star's father continued to run into the law over his activism. In fact, when Star was in high school, during the Cory Aquino administration, her father was arrested again. He was president of the Alliance of Concerned Teachers at the time. Ang nakakatawa nun, dinala siya sa WPD where yung head noon, si Jokno yun, General Jokno. Parang tinakita ng nanay ni Jokno na inaresto yung tatay ko, leader ng mga teachers. And Jokno was telling my father na palayain daw kita, sabi ng nanay ko. And it happened na teacher pala yung nanay ni General Jokno. So sabi niya, palayain mo yung teacher na yan. Parang hindi mo alam kung sinong nagpakain sa'yo. So yun, pinalaya niya yung tatay ko. Her father's activism would continue to cause tension between them. That time, I was growing up as a teenager. Meron times na nasa meeting sila. <laughs> Ang weird lang kasi, di ba, kahit nasusugatan ka, hindi ka pa rin nakakapagsumbong sa magulang mo kahit na nasugatan ka. Kasi nga, busy sila. And you know, I, I, I really resented that. Star went on to study at the Polytechnic University of the Philippines, where her father taught history and philosophy. She took her master's at the University of the Philippines and went on to become a journalist writing for three broadsheets and eventually becoming a communication specialist for the United States Agency for International Development. In her adulthood, Star says, she gained a new perspective on her childhood. Pero nakita ko sa tatay ko yun na ganun yung pagmamahal niya sa bayan. Na kahit na nahihirapan siya, nakukulong siya, ilang beses na siya naaresto, naninilbihan siya sa bayan. That made me proud of him. As I recollect my childhood, wala akong ano, na all regrets now. Kasi na-realize ko lang, there were instances na dati nagagalit ka, but now I realize, now that I'm adult, I'm an adult, and alam mo na kung ano yung konteksto ng ginawa nila para sa bayan, I am very proud of them, especially my father. 
As Star mentions, time does a lot to change perspective. This interview was actually conducted in September 2021, a month before Ferdinand Marcos Jr., son and namesake of the late dictator, had even filed his candidacy for president. The president is currently in New York to attend the United Nations General Assembly. Whether by coincidence or by design, that means he will spend the 50th anniversary of his father's brutal dictatorship away from the Philippines. And that was today's episode of Teca Teca. Again, I'm Bella Perez Rubio. This episode was produced by Kat Ventura and edited by Presh Capistrano. If you liked today's episode, share it with a friend or two and follow Teca Teca and Puma Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're excited to build our community with you and it looks like we'll be able to meet for events real soon. So if you want to stay in the loop, please go to pumapodcast.com and subscribe to our newsletter. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.